The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss some of the lesser-known college football historical oddities from every team in the Mountain West Conference. And we will concentrate on the lesser-known historical oddities. So, in alphabetical order, here we go. Air Force Falcons. The first of the lesser-known historical oddities is that the 1959 Cotton Bowl matched an undefeated Air Force team, nine wins, no losses, two ties, and a TCU team that was eight and two. Now, Air Force was 16th in the nation in scoring, and TCU was 31st in the nation in scoring. The defenses, uh, Air Force was 17th in the nation in scoring, and TCU was 7th. In a stunning turn of events, the teams played to a scoreless tie. The teams combined with 13 fumbles, six of them lost, and five missed field goals. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities is that kicker Dave Lawson kicked a 60-yard field goal for Air Force in 1974, and then a 62-yard field goal in 1975. Boise State Broncos. The first of the lesser-known historical oddities was that the 1958 Boise State Broncos posted an undefeated season. They were 10-0, and they won the Junior College National Championship. The 1958 Broncos went unchallenged. No team got within nine points of them all season. They defeated Tyler 22-0 in the NJCAA championship game. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities about the Boise State Broncos is that on October 1, 2005, Boise State's Quinton Jones had a 92-yard punt return in a touchdown over a win over Hawaii, 44-41. And you say, well, that's not that unusual. Well, Later that season, on December 28th, in the MPC Computers Bowl, that same player, Quinton Jones, had another 92-yard punt return for a touchdown. But this time, it was in a 27-21 loss to Boston College. So if you're counting, that is two 92-yard punt returns in the same season for Quinton Jones. Colorado State Rams, the first of the lesser-known historical oddities. Okay, follow this. Colorado Agricultural Football Team, now the call Colorado State, played its first season in 1893. Now listen carefully. 1894 then was their second season, right? It was a one-game season where they 
were shut out by Colorado 67 to nothing. Now, here's the thing. Colorado's third season was five years later. And in 1899, in the first game of the season, they faced Colorado. And Colorado shut out Colorado State 63 to nothing. So what does this all come down to? In consecutive games, those separated by five years, they played Colorado each time. And they lost by a combined score of 130 to nothing. The second of the lesser known historical oddities for Colorado State is that the 1915 Colorado agricultural football team, again, now they're Colorado State, went undefeated as they posted a 7-0 record. Coach Harry Hughes' team, the 1915 team, was a juggernaut, undefeated, untied, shut out three teams, and only allowed one point to score, one team, excuse me, to score in double digits. No team got within 11 points of the Rams that season. Fresno State Bulldogs. The first of the lesser-known historical oddities was that the Fresno State 1929 season was an eight-game season. Fresno State lost its first seven games of the season, five by shutout, and never got within 12 points of any opponent all season. Then, in Fresno State's final and eighth game of the season, inexplicably, the Bulldogs rebounded to defeat a 3-3-1 Pacific team to finish 20-6 and as they finished 1-7. and the second of the lesser-known historical oddities is that on September 17, 1977, playing at home, Fresno State held Boise State to minus 64-yard rushings in a 42-7 Fresno State defeat of Boise State. Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. The first of the lesser-known historical oddities was that on October 9, 1926, Hawaii faced the University of Hawaii alumni in the second game of the season. Hawaii was 1-0. They had just defeated field artillery 101-0 the previous week. They were riding a 20-game winning streak, a 21-game unbeaten streak. And the next week after this game, which would be the third game of the season, right? Hawaii would go on to defeat Helene 101-0. But that day, on October 9, 1926, Hawaii was shut out by the University of Hawaii alumni 2-0. That means in 1926, Hawaii had this strange three-game stretch to start the season, where, sandwiched between 101 to nothing defeats of field artillery and Helene, Hawaii was shut out two to nothing. So, if you're counting, their record was two and one, outscoring their opponents 202 to two, and that included one game which they were shut out. Now, in all fairness, University of Hawaii alumni, the team that beat them, they were just that. They were alumni. So, we had college students playing grown men. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities was that in 1949, the Rainbows must have felt like they were on a roller coaster of the season, soaring up and then suddenly plummeting down. Please follow this. The Rainbows started the season scoring 59 points in a 59-6 defeat of Moalili Cards. They then lost the next week to Texas Western 14-7. They rebounded with a 27-14 win over Denver. They then had a phenomenal three-game stretch where the Rainbows scored over 75 points twice. They defeated the Islanders 98-7, and two games later defied, uh, defeated Liahua 76-6. The game sandwiched in between, the Rainbows defeated Boalili 34-0. The Rainbows followed that stretch of wins, and again recapping, that was 98-7, 34-0, 76-6, those wins, with a 41-14 defeat of Denver. And then they were shut out in the regular season game by Pacific. Pacific shut them out 75 to nothing. They went to the Pineapple Bowl. 
where they were shut out by, or excuse me, where they lost to Stanford 74 to 26. Now to recap, the 1949 Rainbows had wins of 59 to 6, 98 to 7, 76 to 6. And in their losses, well, they gave up 75 points and 74 points. And this was in consecutive weeks. Uh, like I say, a roller coaster of a season for the 1949 Hawaii Rainbows. New Mexico Lobos, first of the less known historical oddities. In 1916, New Mexico had a tale of two seasons. See, in 1916, in the first two games of the season, the Lobos lost 47-2 to Colorado College. And then they were shut out 23-0 by Colorado Mines. The next game following that shutout, the Lobos defeated Arizona 108-0. Then the last two games of the season, the Lobos defeated Albuquerque Indian School 55-0 and New Mexico State 51-0. So if you're counting, if you're keeping track, here's what happened. The Lobos were outscored 70-2 in the first two games. And then they outscored their opponents 214-0 in the last three games. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities for the New Mexico Lobos was that the 1926 Lobos finished the year 4-2-1. In its final game of the season, in a 35-6 defeat of Western State, the team had to finish the game with 10 players on the field. On each play near the game's end, an injured player crawled to the line of scrimmage near the sidelines just to have enough players on the field to snap the ball. Nevada Wolfpack, the first of the lesser-known historical oddities. Nevada's first year of football was 1896, and it was a rough beginning for the football program. In their first game ever, Nevada was shut out by Belmont 70 to nothing. In the second game ever for the program, they were shut out by California JV 40 to nothing. So if you're keeping track in their two-game inaugural season, Nevada went 0-2 and lost by a combined score of 110 to nothing. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities occurred on November 7, 1948. That day, Nevada faced Santa Barbara. Now, brace yourself. This one was a stunner, one you don't hear very often. It was an offensive meltdown for the ages. On that day, again, November 7, 1948, number 11, Nevada, entered the game 6-0, undefeated, untied. The week before, they defeated Oklahoma City 79-13. They were leading the nation in scoring 51 points per game and had allowed just 10 points per game. So if you're keeping track, their average win was by a scoring margin of 41 points. They won by an average of 41 points. As Santa Barbara entered the game 5-2. and two. In that season, they had given up 41 points to California and another 33 to SMU. Playing in Sacramento in the first minute of the game, Nevada intercepted a Santa Clara pass and was set up at Santa Clara's 30-yard line. It appeared to be business as usual for the Wolfpack. And after two running plays on third and three, Nevada's quarterback Stan Heath who had gone on to place fifth in the Heisman battle inning that year, threw an incomplete pass. And then another incomplete pass on fourth down, giving the ball back to Santa Clara. In fact, Stan Heath would not complete a pass until two minutes left in the first half. In the second half, more of the same. When Nevada recovered a Santa Clara fumble at the 50-yard line, they never capitalized. The final score that day was Santa Clara 14, Nevada 0. And it was not just losing the game that was stunning, but it was a shutout loss. I mean, consider this set of data, this set of statistics. After that lone shutout, this team ran the table in the regular season, averaged 53 points per game in their wins. The team would go on, even with their shutout loss, to lead the nation in scoring at 44 points per game. 
Later, there were allegations that Nevada threw the game intentionally to support some gambling. San Diego State Aztecs, the first of the lesser known historical oddities. In 1968, it was Air Curiel, right, leading Aztecs. And their quarterback, Dennis Shaw, in a 68-7 defeat of Southern Miss, threw for seven touchdowns. Now, now there's more. The next season, in 1969, Shaw threw for seven touchdowns again in a 58-32 defeat of Pacific. There's more. The following weekend, on November 15, 1969, Shaw set an NCAA record as he threw for seven touchdown passes in the first half. Seven touchdown passes in the first half. Nine in the game for a 70-21 defeat of New Mexico State. There's more. Even more phenomenal was that the wide receiver that day, Tim Delaney, caught six of the touchdown passes. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities was that in 1999, in a 38-16 loss to Utah, San Diego State Aztec Michael Dunn, the linebacker, registered six tackles for a loss. San Jose State Spartans. The first of the lesser-known historical oddities was in 1900, the Spartans finished 3-3-1. Three, three, That's not that unusual. But every game was a shutout, with wins of six to nothing, five to nothing, and twelve to nothing, losses of thirty-five to nothing, twenty-four to nothing, and five to nothing, and of course, one scoreless tie. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities was that the nineteen thirty-nine San Jose State Spartans were thirteen and zero. Coach Dudley S. DeGroote's nineteen thirteen team, undefeated, untied, led the nation in scoring, outscored opponents by a combined score of three hundred twenty-five to twenty-nine. Shut out eight of the 13 teams they faced, never allowed a team to score more than seven points in a game. And here's this. Legendary coach Pop Warner was the team's advisory coach. Utah State, the first of the lesser known historical oddities. In 1907, coach Fred Walker's Utah State Aggies was shut out by Utah 10 to nothing in their second to last game of the season. Then in the last game of the season, Utah State rebounded from that shutout loss with a 101, excuse me, 100 to nothing defeat of Crimson's. The second of the lesser known historical oddities is that in 1919, Coach E. Lowell Romney, that was his name, coached his first game at Utah State and defeated Idaho State 136 to nothing. He followed that in his second game with a 47 to nothing defeat of Montana. His team finished five and two. In its last game of that season, though, where they had scored 136 points earlier in the season against Utah State, they, Utah State, was shut out by Utah 10 to nothing. Wyoming, the first of the lesser known historical oddities. On November 5th, 1949, I did a podcast on this. Wyoming defeated Northern Colorado 103 to nothing. Since that day, no Division 1A team has scored more points. That day, the Cowboys scored 15 touchdowns gained 812 yards. Then in the next game, the Cowboys lost to Baylor 32 to 13. The second of the lesser known historical oddities was that on November 24th, 1904, Wyoming was three wins, one loss, one tie, and was playing in its final game of the season against a winless Colorado State team. Zero wins, four losses. A Colorado State team that was shut out in every one of their first four games by a combined score of 119 to zero. That day, that Colorado team that was 0-4 and and that Wyoming team that was three wins, one loss, one tie, played to a 6-6 tie. UNLV, the first of the lesser-known historical oddities. On November 3rd, 1973, in a 31-15 defeat of Santa Clara, UNLV rushed for 523 yards. The second of the lesser-known historical oddities was that on September 26th, 
2015, just a few years back, UNLV opened the game with 35 first quarter points. That's not all. They scored 28 points in the final six minutes of the first quarter in an 80 to 8 defeat of Wyoming. Oh, defeat of Idaho State, excuse me. Well, there you have it. A few of the lesser known historical oddities from every team in the Mountain West. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.